party today folks secret party i'm your secret host for this movement (laughs) and joining me it's a secret co-host we don't even know who he is but i know his name is eric (laughs) what could eric's name be (laughs) eric tell him your secret name my secret name is eric but my friends call me eric (laughs) very secretive (laughs) who who is Well, we're playing into this because we are going to be talking about, of course, the secret layers of Magic the Gathering that Wizard has put out two years ago now. I can't believe it's been that long, actually, already. Um, These first came out in December of 2019, uh, and they've had one all the way up through today. So (laughs) we'll go over pretty much all of them. I mean, we might kind of glance over a few, uh, but it's Mm -hmm. had quite a unique history already with this product. So we want to go through it. Yeah, I think these secret layers have caused like a whole bunch of controversy. You know, they seem to have like that seems to have faded away, right? Now yeah, that like yeah, it's yeah. kind of ingrained and everyone's accepted, like, yeah, they're gonna keep doing this. They're just right? gonna print cards. <laughs> and now straight money. They might shake that up again. I think we've mentioned it in another podcast, or maybe it was just us talking about magic. Um, mm-hmm. because they, they have a new theory that they might go into, um, which we'll discuss that. We'll shake it up again, right? Yeah, I think you know what I'm right. talking about. Right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That might kind of shake the foundation again and cause people to freak out again. So we'll see, because I think it's settled out enough as is. Uh, but if they shake it up again, who knows? We might get all mad. Who knows? We'll we'll discuss it. Uh, before we begin, we're back at the party. So what what are you drinking at the secret party? Well, secret layers, you know, are, are a premium product. Of so course. I also brought my premium product. I'm drinking whiskey this time. Nice. <laughs> wow, we switched. Uh-huh. I love it. What do you got? I got my my favorite whiskey is Red Breast 12. So it's oh, that is a fantastic one. Actually, I remember the first time I tried it, I hated it. I was like, no, <laughs> this is terrible <laughs> compared to all the. And then eventually, I like by the time I finished the bottle, I was like, yeah, that was really good. That was good. That, that was that was like, I get it, I get it, guys. That was solid. That was solid. I still prefer Green Spot though, which is like a direct. Like when yeah, you go to the store and they're like, the right? It's like, which Irish do you want? Do you want the Red Breast? Or the green spot. I, I go for the green spot, but I, I would get it if someone went. Oh, yeah. I, I would not turn away some green spot. Yeah, <laughs> I would not. Uh, this one's exciting. I got, because of our secretist, I have the softly spoken magic spells. <laughs> that is perfect. <laughs> yeah. That's literally perfect. I'm trying. I'm trying here. Okay. I'm doing, yeah. So this is literally called the softly spoken magic spells. When I saw this, of course, for the podcast, I was like, Yep, I'm immediately mm-hmm. picking that up from Single Cut Beersmiths in where are you guys? Out of NYC, out of Astorius, out of Queens. So I'm sure they're pretty popular uh, in in all the uh, whatever you call it, you know the craft beer stuff. Right, they seem to have pretty widely. Like when I was at their section, they had like rows of stuff from this distributor. So I'm sure they're pretty big. I've never heard of them, but... <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of them either. No, yeah, and this is an Imperial IPA, uh, which is pretty pretty strong. Man, so those are, yeah, those have to be pretty strong. But 
Woo, that is that is a kick in the pants. So I'll be I'll be feeling it by the end of this one. Uh, <laughs> we don't really. It's been you know there's they're kicking out a lot of product at us. So I was just gonna say like God, maybe we should just yeah. do like a magic update instead of. I can't keep up with brewing right now, and I'm sure you can't either. Plus, we haven't <laughs> played, you know, enough in a while. I actually, instead of playing with you guys, I went and played in paper, like I mentioned, for the first time in forever, and that felt great. But it wasn't oh, Commander yeah. anymore. I was playing, you know, Limited and, limited and, stuff. and thinking about Modern now and everything. So, update, Modern Horizons 2 came out, and now they're kicking out a new one <laughs> right now. Uh, they've already kicked out. Forgotten Realms, by the time you're hearing this podcast, it's already out in Arena. It's live. Right, yeah. It's live. All the cards are live. It is currently live in the future for us. Holy holy crap. What? It, yeah, it, it's... So, it, Magic... like Wizards have kind of like shot themselves in the foot a little bit with this, because you'd think something like Modern Horizons, they'd be like, okay, what we're going to do is we're going to make like four power mini sets a year. Right. And, then we're, and if Modern Horizons is one of them, boom, we'll slot it in so it gets its own day in the sun. Right. But, They've, I mean, this is nice because we get more magic stuff, but they have to keep up with standard with printing out new sets because this is their whole competitive like environment is standard stuff that rotates into modern and everything. So it's like they have to shoehorn these sets in there. And it feels like they're only out for a month before the new one comes in. Are you not completely exhausted of new cards right now? Because, like, I don't know about you. I spent a lot of money on Modern Horizons 2. I'm yeah. not about to buy more cards. That is not what I'm about to do. Especially with, like, yeah, Modern Horizons 2. <laughs> with, like, those things, everything feels like like the packs cost, like, a million dollars. The cards right. themselves all are, expensive. are super expensive. And now there's, like, a normal set. I'm like, I'm not going to buy a box of... I, like, <laughs> I actually own Fetchlands now. I, I never thought I'd get to that point. But I own Fetchlands, and because I did that, I don't have any more money. So... <laughs> 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 all in fetch land I, I restructured my contract with my boss to only pay me yeah he'll pay me Elvis. he's gonna pay me i think i'm getting a place at avertance next week from my boss uh-huh. or scalding tarns next week yeah <laughs> that's my uh, paycheck <laughs> uh, it's sad but it's true yeah i, I after i might have brought this up uh last uh magic episode or something but you know, like when the set comes out with Shocklands, usually I always think like I'm just gonna pick up a bunch of Shocklands while they're cheap because I know they're gonna get expensive, but they're still like ten dollars a piece. Yeah. So it's I never want to be like, oh, I'm gonna drop a hundred dollars, fifty dollars on some lands, and I'm like, ah, whatever. And then they're right. I want to buy them, and then they're like twenty dollars. <laughs> it's like yeah. Ah, the the real issue with those kinds of products too is like if you're gonna play a constructed format, you need four copies four of, of them, yeah. each of the every Shockland in the game, yeah. which is like just which an insane great. amount. And it's even that to the extreme with Fetchlands. Oh, that, right, it's times four. Yeah, and, and it, in like a lot of modern decks, they won't play as much. They'll like have if there's twenty lands in it, they'll they you will think it's like oh well you know it's a, it's just a green black i'm just gonna have my four verdict catacombs yeah no. no you mix and match all no, you, have you want like, four 10, burdens. like yeah, 12 yeah, yeah. like fetch land uh and then just like something like probably six or whatever shock lands but not really more than that because you don't want to lose too much life and even in like the monocolored decks they find it like that it's actually correct to play fetch lands because it thins your deck like that's yeah, how yeah. high level they are so that's why exactly. they're so expensive um, uh, we went way off the rails though we yeah. went way off the rails well no i, I was saying I, I spent a lot of money but i ended up buying all the at least what copy of all the fetch lands from modern horizons 
Let's. Uh, this is why we got way. We got to get back into what secret layers are as a product. Because we, so we were going over lamenting about all this because there's just so many. Pro- we didn't even mention that in including all of those sets being released. They're also releasing on their own these secret layer products <laughs> at all yeah, times. Yeah. This feels like one's available. Uh, they've had a, quite an interesting history of it. This started again in 2019, and as soon as they released the one in 2019 the reviews were extremely mixed. Yeah. Th- this So this is the first time Wizards of the Coast themselves have ever printed like cards and direct sold them. Because usually their thing is there's, okay, there's always going to be in these specific packs and that's changed too. Yeah. Uh, with all the different kinds of packs that, that exist now. But you can never like go to Wizards of the Coast or Hasbro, their parent company, and say like, I want these cards. And they right. sell, and sell them to you. But now Secret Lair is, they've just, started doing that but they kind of package it in a way that's like okay you can buy them for a certain window of time and we're going to print to order and they'll be at your door in a a very long time like it's usually a couple months later it's it's been a while yeah i've bought a few i know you've definitely bought a few Mm -hmm. uh we'll definitely go over which ones we've bought as we go over them and i say one of them came rather fast i would say one of them took me like only two to three months, which was pretty quick. I, I think it was like two months because it came it came quicker than I thought. And then the other one, it looks like I only bought two. And then I have one on its way that hasn't even showed up yet. I would say took more in the, the four to five month <laughs> time frame. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that's kind of what we're looking at is like the two to five months time frame, which five is quite a bit. That's half a year <laughs> for these Very things. Very long from, time. From it, when you purchase it to when you're getting the product in hand. Yeah, and people weren't really too sure what to think about these because also the first drop so the secret layers they're each individual for everybody they're each individual sets of cards so there might be anywhere between like one and like five cards or something like that there's never Um, one there was never one i think the lowest i've ever seen is three there was well it wasn't technically one the bitter blossom one was just one copy of bitter blossom but you got four oh, and then and then tokens. the tokens i got you yeah that technically is one card so that's fair enough so but um but yeah you're you're absolutely right like you the lowest other ones were 3 were 3 um, cards yeah and those ones were only available for like 24 hours so they really leaned into the drop so i yeah yeah right you got to be in the know you have to be ready with the button with your finger over the button it is always very exciting when you order them because they always shimmy you into a room where you like there's a timer and like it unlocks your position and then you have to order it yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ooh, now now you've hit purchase so now you can yeah right yo your your spot in line is up here you go like you go. yeah it does feel like right doesn't it feel exclusive it feels like oh, oh yeah. man haha i'm i'm up <laughs> i am yeah uh, right so you only had like I the first bot the first uh batch of them I bought together. So you only had twenty four hours to do that. Um, but as they've as they've kind of gone on, they've moved way past that. Like the most recent one, so it's which July is ongoing. 7th. So when you hear this, and we're gonna talk about that one, I, the way I've set up our outline, we're actually gonna go over the most recent one first. We're gonna just okay. go through it first, and then. We'll go back through the history and start at the very first and, and move on all the way up to current times. Yeah. Just so we get the one that's current out of the way. So yeah, you so guys will have that information really in your hands. You can decide right away whether you want to go ahead and pursue it, whether you care about our advice or not. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and that makes sense. So this one uh, has been going on for like three weeks now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah maybe not. Hours. Maybe like a week. Yeah, it's probably been going on for a week, but it it 
ends was, uh, on June, July 23rd. June 21st was... Okay, so it's been going on two weeks. Yeah, all right. Fair enough. It's been um, going on two weeks, and it ends in another two weeks. In another two weeks, yeah. So it'll be going on for a while. But yeah, so they're they're kind of changing things up. Which it actually ends when Forgotten Realms releases in paper. That's ah. like it's... So it's like the bridge. So apparently now Magic has to... Has to have always a new product on the show. I'm sure, so, and I think that's on purpose, you know? I feel, I think someone in in the high ranks of Wizards was like, you know when we make a lot of money? When we have a new product at all times. And that yeah. is what they're pursuing right now. And, and that I think makes that's why we're so exhausted. But yeah, it does, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, we always have to have something new. I'm still uh, not done with Modern Horizons 2. I don't know about everyone else, but I'm, I'm oh, still yeah. not over that I'm, set. That's, that's still... great. I'm still looking at cards too. And basically, yeah. So the, the secret, that's their sales model essentially is a select cards. But the interesting thing is they all have new art associated with them. And they're each around what, like 30 to $40. Yeah. Typically. Uh, so it was yeah. different at the beginning. And it, it, again, they change it like every time, all, like on a whim, they're deciding what they're going to do. Like it, it really yeah. is weird for the most part. Right now, how it works is that it's priced at 30 for non-foils, 40 for foils. They seem to have landed on that. Yes, that's like currently what they're going to... And it seems like they're sticking with it because towards the beginning, they actually priced them different based on what cards were in the sets. So you had in the very first one, you know, one with all five color commanders that was priced at 40 even though the rest of the packs were set at 30. Yeah, yeah. Which it's, is really interesting. Even though other ones were foil, too. Like, the scene Every visions, All of them, they all started foil. in foil. I forget when they changed that over exactly. Maybe we'll be able to pinpoint it as we go through them. So it looks like the Bitter Blossom and the one and the Restless in Peace were not in foil. Were not in foil. Interesting. Okay. But some of them were. Yeah, and even that was kind of random, it felt like. Did the... You bought the Godzilla lands. That was early on. Did you or did you have an option of non-foil? I, th- I thought those were all in foil. Those were just foil. Yeah, I thought so. So I, I don't think it really changed until like the Prime Slime batch. Actually, no, that one was only non-foil. So it, it wasn't until every dog has its day. It wasn't until August that they finally provided the option to choose foil or non-foil. Before yep. that, it was they decide what it was. Yeah, they just whether it was yeah. foil or whether it was non-foil, which upset a lot of people. So I think that was part of the reason they changed. It. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it makes total sense because they. I was going to say some people really don't like or don't trust wizards with foiling anymore because they. And I don't foil. blame them. I know that they had yeah. curling issues, especially on these products that you're paying a lot of money for. And yeah, it's a lot of money, and it's <laughs> only in these cards. And like you're buying them because you either really really want to play with them and they're really really cool or you think they're going to maintain value and yep. a full a, a curled up card that you spent like forty dollars for is just like all right now i can't do it for anything You're so right. <laughs> uh it makes sense and like i haven't had too bad of an experience with the foil ones at, uh, at least i think maybe they probably spent a little more effort to make sure that these ones weren't too bad but i i have that's purely anecdotal i've definitely heard some people think saying that yeah I have, uh, interestingly, so one thing with these secret layers is they have a secret prize in all of the secret layers, something that they don't literally mention anywhere, as far as I'm aware, but you will always yeah. get a single promo in the back of your secret layers. Um, so if everyone still has their secret layer boxes and didn't know that, <laughs> make sure you find that card. Yeah. Though, 
I do wonder, and I I think it's only because again, they, there's no announcement of it anywhere, and I haven't done delved, you know, the Reddit, that, you know, posts to figure out what people have opened. I don't know if it's the same card every time. I think in the beginning it was, but now I'm thinking it's not. There was there so there was a pool of cards that you could open. So like usually there were stained glass planeswalkers. At yeah, first. and I definitely received a few of those, and I think those were seated. Especially like um, when the dog had its day, I got the guy that has a puppy. You yeah, know, the yeah, green they, one that has the puppy. That they, one made sense, so I think yeah. they linked those. But then I just opened my, uh, I forget the most recent one I had, but it was just like a mountain. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Uh, yeah, so some of them are based on, so like I got the Bob Ross lands and inside was a Evolving Wilds Bob Ross. Card. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, so, but that one, well, I thought that was part of its thing. It was just the basics were part of the thing. And this was like a total bonus. Uh, okay. Uh, bonus one. But it was seated. It sounded like, yeah, it's never going to change. It's yeah, so yeah. it kind of was like you were buying it. You just didn't know. Exactly. Yeah, because the I, so I got the non-foil version of that, but they accidentally sent me the foils. And they, they to their credit, they just sent me the regular version too. So I just That's got pretty awesome. I just got the foil version. I don't know how they made that mistake. That's wild to me to begin with but yeah. <laughs> hey it worked out yeah. for you it was like all right <laughs> they just said me too i was like all right yeah that, that <laughs> well we're gonna we're gonna analyze these secret layers on i guess three main points and and there's different subsections of these points the first point is like what's the value of these cards if you just bought the cards and this is a big sticking point because you're gonna see as we right. go through some of these drops like what were they thinking like it is really odd to think about and and like this is where the real difference is like there is a clear crazy difference that we can't explain what is going on how it works and who's buying what because it makes no sense so yeah. we have to go over this because it, it just it's just fascinating to watch the next is like their art style so they've had everything from like it looks like a magic card to what the heck am I looking at? Crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, and and I, I, from what I've observed, the ones that have nothing to do with magic, like if they look completely out there, they generally sell very well. Yeah. <laughs> they seem to do excellent. And then lastly, just like it's target audience. Maybe they're like going after a specific, like, there's a reason they grouped these. So, which is something to consider because, you know, it raises the value if, if they're going after something in specific. So, let's, with that, let's get into the current sale. This is called the All Natural Totally Refreshing Super Drop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it's so like it's so just, ridiculous. It's summer. Whoa. So it does seem like they do a summer each year. I mean, I can't say each year. It's There's only been one year, but they did do a summer drop last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is mimicking Matt, and I'm sure it sold super well, which is kind of why they're getting back to it. Because it's summertime. Magic products generally in the summer are dip a little bit. Not this year, because they've just been... Like they had a premium set, and they had a standard set. Oh, so, yeah. but now typically everybody's like this finally, yeah, right. And it's paper magic time, which is almost why I feel like this is going to go completely forgotten. Like people are going to be like, "Wait, when did that come out?" 
Oh, right. when everything else came out? Yeah. yeah well. exactly. <laughs> uh, in this drop, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's eight different drops, which I think is the most ever. It's got to be. I think eight is most. I think before this, the most was seven in these super drops. So this is mm-hmm. eight. They also changed the packaging. It's a little slimmer. It now looks more like yeah. a book. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a book. Um, they previously, they were pretty fat. They were pretty thick. Yeah, yeah. They, they were pretty chunky. Uh, they fit in your mailbox and everything, but they, they you know, they were chunky. <laughs> the, the best part about these secret layer boxes that I just showed up is that they fit two commander deck sleeves <laughs> in each one. That's like, pretty perfectly. crazy. Yeah. Now, do you you take off take out the inner portion yeah. that they give you though right okay and then it's okay there you go and then and then just side by side you can mm-hmm. and how, how do they do they clamp nice enough or uh no <laughs> no it's no. just a little adhesive like piece of it's not yeah. even cardboard it's like cardstock so not necessarily recommended for yeah. card carrying and if you, but, you leave uh, them closed long enough they will like adhere to the bottom so you, you'll eventually oh, interesting. It. not yeah. i would not recommend it for long periods of time but you know it it's, it's nice. I, I have them like framed nicely on my bookshelf, but I, yeah, eventually once I, I think the next drop I have, is I'm getting a lot in and I'm just going to have to throw out all these boxes. Like, there's no way I can you sustain can't throw these them out, yeah. So yeah, there's no way. I don't, they're not collectible. They're not, they're just kind of nice looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. But then the stuff inside is pretty flimsy. Now, all of the ones offered on all of the super drops are available in both foil and non-foil. So that it does seem like they've totally adopted this we will give you the optionality now. Now they also have given you the optionality to buy all of them in both foil and non-foil. Uh-huh. Or you could buy all of them in just foil, or you could buy all of them in just non-foil. So man, and the price, everyone, of the all like to buy everything so you get with foil and non-foil. Boxes. 14 boxes of these cards, which is approximately what there's a there's actually a good amount of cards in each of these. There's probably I think an average of five cards in each of these. Yeah, most of them have five. Two have four, one has or two have six. Yeah, so you're like an average of five cards. So you're talking like 70 cards, and it's gonna cost you four hundred and forty-four dollars and forty-four cents. Can it can we just say how kind of ridiculous it is that they put the Oh, this is how much it would cost if you bought them all separately. It's like, you know, classic marketing where, like, this is how much you're saving. Oh, yeah, they have the line through it. Yeah, well, because they do. That actually is a decent discount. Yeah, it saves you like 115 bucks. But, yeah, I'm just, I just, in my head, I'm just like, I hate <laughs> people do that. I'm like, I could do the math myself. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. But, yeah, it, it is, yeah, it does save you a step. But it is a significant discount, which... We'll have if, to go over it towards the end. If you want all 14. You know, I feel like if you're going with the bundle, I, I don't think a single person wants all these cards. There's no way. There is no way any one of us needs all of these cards in both foil and non-foil. There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> and it's, it will get into... I mean, yeah, well, let's get into it right now. Um, So one of the cool things that they did... for. Uh, for these and i think this is like fits perfectly in with a secret layer like vision are these artist series so they have cards yes. that are designed by specific artists now the you want to start these? with those then you're saying yeah i think we uh, let's start with these let's because... start with all of those yeah this is something cool now but also even though it's cool 
Something interesting is in the past, well, actually, that's not true. In the past, there was one, the Seb McKinnon one, which was in another Super Drop. Was, I almost yeah. feel like these should be, like, why are these in a Super Drop? Shouldn't these be on their own? Or I, I don't know. This whole yeah. Super Drop thing is just confusing to me in general. It's just, what, like, why are they deciding this? Though, I want to comment and say, this seems like how it's going to go going forward. They're never going to release one at a time. Yeah, these, and, and I think it's that bundling effect. Like we're we're going to talk yeah. about later, and it's because these things, the way that they resell and trade in now. If you want, like, if ends then you get n boxes in a drop. If you want n minus one, like if you don't care about one of them, then just get the whole buy all of them. And I think that's why they, they start doing this. But anyway, so the, you can have these like artist specialties. This one has Mark Poole. Now, none of the art on this Mark Poole one is different. There's Some of it is. Yeah, the balance has never been seen before. The, the balance? Okay. Yeah, and the brainstorm has never been. Sorry, and yeah, the wasteland has never been seen before. It was an art that he actually made for uh, the Library of Alexandria, I believe. Oh, maybe, maybe that's where I've seen it. Because I think I've seen yeah. that art before. Um, yeah. And I definitely recognize that counterspell. So I just, I guess maybe I should. Yes, counterspell is, yeah, counterspells is a reprint with the art, which is really interesting. This is the first time in a secret layer they've reprinted art. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So the counterspell art and the Birds of Paradise and the Howling Mine are all his art. And and it's just, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just, they just reprinted the art. The previous, the Seb McKinnon one, it was all new art. All new art. And wow. and all the other artist series in this uh, Super Drop are all new art. This is the only one that has any reprinted art, which is just kind of weird to me yeah. that they did that. Yeah, you think... You could just go out and buy that counterspell, which definitely doesn't cost that much. <laughs> yeah. So this comes again in a set that you're buying this drop alone. You're paying the $30 for non-foil, the $40 for foil. And it's like that for all of these drops that we're going to mention, because, uh, again, it seems like they have hard and fast adopted this. We're going to charge $30 for non-foil. We're going to charge $40 for foil, regardless of the price of these cards. So this set, when you look at it, it's really curious, because Counterspell's worth nothing. Howling Mind's worth nothing. Brainstorm's worth nothing. Balance is worth nothing. Birds of Paradise, that's like a... Especially for that specific art, uh, because it's the older art. It's like the one back in like Alpha and Beta. So they're very much more rare. They're like $10. And then this Wasteland is the big card. It's like, whoa, Wasteland. That's like $20, $30 card. There's where you get your money. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, I was just checking. I was like, I wonder if Bart Gould's dead. (laughs) That's why he couldn't draw any more out. But no, he's alive. No, he's alive. All these people are alive. But yeah, there's another one, Jen Bartel and Fiona Staples. Those are the other two ones. Yep. Jen Bartel is another very curious one with reprints because three there's only four cards. The art is uh, really pretty, but oh, yeah. th- three cards are worth nothing. Uh, Mesa Enchantress, Meteor Golem, and Arcanomancer. Now, the art is far superior to the original arts. Uh, they're all borderless cards, which is really cool, right? These borderless treatments, they look premium. Ever since they started doing it, it definitely does make the cards look more premium. Yeah. When they are literal full arts and, and they still have the magic, like, yeah, important part of the magic Translucent boxes. thing. Yeah. I think Bloom Tender is kind of expensive. Bloom Tender is right? like a $40 card. So that's where oh, all man. the value is they, in this They got to do that on purpose. Oh, they 100% do. You can tell it time and time again with all of these. Then we're moving on to Fiona Staples. 
Um, hers is pretty more interesting because actually all these cards are worth something. Dryad of Legion Groves is mm-hmm. like a twenty dollar card. Metallic Mimics like a ten. Secret Tribe Elder that one's like a fifty cent card to a dollar. Soul Scarred Mage is like a ten dollar card. Spell Queller mm-hmm. is like a ten dollar card. So like they're all worth ten dollars roughly, and you get them for thirty. So you actually get your bang for your buck here. Art style again, it's just like that super premium borderless treatment. These so far have all been very magic looking, right? There's been nothing that's been out there yet. Yeah, nothing too crazy. Like the, all these, these art series are are the artists trying to show off in their magicness, right? Like they they, these what, what would like, would have been printed on magic cards? Uh, yeah, these I feel like a little more like animated TV show looking than like normal magic stuff that's little 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 more like i don't know i guess like more dynamic colors not really going for hyper realism as like yeah normal magic art. fiona staples is, is famously a comic book artist right, so yeah. it looks, yeah, went it looks with more of that like style yeah yeah it looks it's it's one of those things that like no one is going to be like oh how come there are other worlds it's not like an altar where like gandalf is in is is in your thing <laughs> but like it definitely looks very impressive and very different than now they have announced this as well going forwards well i'll get to that later actually in the podcast so remind me of that when i get there uh moving forward with this one you also get this is probably the biggest one of the set the phyrexian praetors because these phyrexian praetors at one point were well not all worth but most of them were worth like a 30 dollar price point Yep. And instead of like separating them out, they still just kept them all together and still are just charging $30. And this is in the Phyrexian script, which were super rare to begin with. And now they're just like, you can just mm-hmm. buy them. L5 yeah. right at once. The Phyrexian uh, Elish Norn, I think, was the only one that had the Phyrexian. She was a promo. Like a judge one. Yeah, it was a judge thing. promo. And that was worth like. 300 bucks. <laughs> like, in, like an insane amount of money. And you can now. Get one as well as all the other Praetors in foil for forty dollars. So I guess to. this is kind of a warding where, like, if you if you have this like super rare ten year old promo that's like, oh, this art has never been released or there's something crazy about it, maybe you should be worried that they're going to yeah, clearly secret it. layers. They can just print. Now that's not to say that that judge promo is not going to go super down in value. I mean, it'll go down because now just come anyone could buy one, but that. Mm-hmm. Judge promo is still very rare. Oh, yeah. So it's it's weird for people to say, like, these are totally going to crash the market on these cards. From what I've seen, no. <laughs> yeah. It does it, not. And we, maybe maybe this will be after, like, we talk about this current one. But, um, yeah, do you want to talk about, like, let's, fin- let's finish this current one before talking about, like, the, how, like, the finances, I guess. Okay. So then we have the the Mother's Day 2021, which why is the Mother's Day in July in the Super Drop? Why wasn't Mother's Day in May. for Mother's Day? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is going, right? Doesn't it seem like they definitely had some of these prepped and then they just like, oh, we need a product out there uh, so for people to spend a bunch of money. Ah, just put all these things we had prepared together. Go. Yeah, and this like... Exactly. Yeah, like, one, no one is buying magic cards for their mothers, so they probably didn't really care too much about it being on a mother's. But kind of going to what we were saying earlier about, like, they want to bundle everything together. Like, this would be the classic one to be like, oh, we're going to put this out in May. Like, were there any other secret layers? That would make sense to me. There was no other secret layers released in May. 
Um, then why wasn't Mother's well, Day? And it's probably they, they, they just, just wanted, printed it. I, they're like, ah, we don't know if too many people are going to buy this one. So it's got to be the super drop thing, right? I, it yeah. just seems like they are transitioning to everything has to be in a super drop now for us to make money. Mm-hmm. I totally like agree. you said the bundle effect. Like it, it has to be. So that one is literally just four copies of Mother of Runes. Yeah, a card super playable in Commander, super playable in Legacy, but um. Who needs four copies of it? I don't know. And <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you know, uh, you could also just get a mother of runes if you need one. And uh, these arts aren't like insane; they're cool. Yeah, they're cool. They're just again, they're like the borderless premium arts that you'll find anywhere. I don't know if I need to spend all this money on those, right? Um, <laughs> because you are probably already like people who are using this already have like their commander players who don't need. A million of yeah. them, or their who legacy needs, players who need four, four copies of that. Yeah, yeah it's, and it's if you're playing kind of legacy, like, money doesn't mean anything to you because <laughs> <laughs> you're playing legacy. Because you're playing legacy. Uh, then we have these drops that are, and these are interesting because they they hail to. We'll see over the course of a lot of super drops, they make a lot of these basic land drops. This is sort of like that. These are all the signets. Yeah. They, um, they're very like in the old style and they're in the old school so that signets i i don't know when they, they were printed i guess in ravnica yeah they had to have been I, right i think so so they're pretty modernish uh looking you know they're all silver and everything these were printed with the old brown borders the retro borders as people have been calling them now uh and they're in like the cool mox the old moxes art yeah, uh, and they look incredible. I mean, they do. They look, they look so, so cool. good. But the interesting thing again is that you can pick up signets for fifty cents a piece. Yeah, these they they somehow didn't put all this. You might be saying like, oh, so they probably have all the signets in a thirty dollar bundle. Nope, they <laughs> split them up. You have to pay thirty dollars for the allied colors. You have to pay thirty dollars for the enemy colors. You have to pay sixty dollars, and this is a non-foil. If you want the foils, you're paying forty and forty. Yeah, I hate, I hate. This is also classic it's business. So move. It's, expensive. It's like, ugh. <laughs> it's like that's gotta feel bad, right? It I don't does know. Feel like, bad. Do you care about the art that much? And right, like, what else? Again, so the value's not there buying cards, which means the value has to be on the art style. And what's your target audience? Your target audience in this case is definitely magic boomers right i mean people that have played forever that really i mean but you must have grown up idolizing moxes to enjoy this art enough mm-hmm. right the, uh, yeah. there's no other way yeah, <laughs> Who, you, you, why would you care about this art if you didn't like look at a black lotus and, and a mox opal and go or not like a you know yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. A, a mox jet whatever <laughs> and go i need that like that would be a pa- all power nine right Mox exactly. Emerald next year. Like, you would have wanted those Power 9 cards, and this makes you look like you have it, but you don't. But you still paid a lot. <laughs> yeah, and and you kind of mentioned they've released a lot of basic lands, and I am a total sucker for those, because I just love having, like, cool <laughs> basic lands. Um, the interesting There was thing, one though, basic land drop I enjoyed, but I still didn't buy it, because I, I just can't fathom spending that amount of money on Something that I've literally turned to the right and I've hundreds of. Yeah, hundreds. exactly. Like you have to you have to just really enjoy the art. 
of it. You know, do you have? But, to which is weird because even like you talk basic lands, I can go into Magic's history. I can find you some basic lands where I am obsessed with the art. You know, oh, like yeah. th- there's enough of them that I love some of the art on those things. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> it's like that. That's why you spend like you might find one like for they're mechanically the same the ones that are worth five cents are the mechanically the same that are worth a dollar <laughs> yeah. uh you know you don't need them but no that's kind of they're the fascinating point. they are fascinating that that is definitely the most fascinating study you could do in magic finance is why the heck are basic lands worth any money but the crazy thing is i'm looking at tcg player like mm-hmm. the the crushing brutality is the one I'm assuming you're talking about. Yes, that is the one that I looked at and went, those are absolutely the coolest lands I've ever seen in my life. I'm not going to spend $30 on them, but yeah. wow, those are cool. They are, if you just want to buy like an island, that's like 9 to $10. For just one of the crushing brutality just one brutality of the lands. crushing brutality lands. Now, buy list and sell list are two very different things but you know there's they're like they are not going to i don't think go down in price because i think a lot of people feel the same way you do um, right about these about the basic lands ones in particular because it's like am i gonna if we're gonna spend 30 dollars i'd rather have the one that has you know walking blister in it which is like a 40 dollar card why would I spend the one that has a basic forest? Right, right. Now, one of the... Did we finish all of the ones in this Super Trap? I don't even think we did. I think there's a couple more. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the one... We mentioned how some don't even look anything like magic cards. Well, there's a D&D one. This one makes sense to come out at this time, right? Because the right. D&D set is coming out immediately after. It's called Saturday Morning D&D. And these definitely seem like a bunch of commander cards, right? It's uh, Commander Sphere... War of Invention, Heroes yeah. Downfall, Impact Tremors, Primal Vigor, which that's like a $40 card, and Unbreakable Formation. So all very playable commander cards. This is definitely the one that's target audience is commander players. And this is in the art style of, there was, I guess, a D&D show back in the 80s. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and you it, can tell that it, they just, I think... Did they just like take freeze frames from the show? Because it kind of looks it like looks like it. Yeah, the show I, was going on. It doesn't look like they designed this. You know what I mean? Like yeah, no one drew I, this. It looks like they took a picture of a scene. I think so, and then like redid it in like a digital play. Yeah, because the yeah. um, I I recognize the the dungeon master, the bald wizard. I haven't seen the show or anything, but I right. just from playing a lot, I I recognize uh, that 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 one character and uh. Yeah, it's very like He Man esque art. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Eighties, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. These look it, it reminds really you cool. of the eighties. I, I think I, I understand the target market on that one for sure. Right? It's it's the again boomers. I mean, these are this this whole set seems like it's for a much older audience compared to some of the other yeah. ones. This and, this whole super drop, and it does make business sense too to target them because those are the people most likely to spend their disposable income on yeah i I wonder right going forward if that's kind of what they're realizing right because like yeah you go over that mark pool one where like they reprinted some of the oldest magic art um as just part of the like i wonder if this is just targeting yeah, much older audience because then they have the super old signet reaper. Maybe that's why they're doing all this retro framing now for everything. Right, they're just realizing that the people spending the most money are the the 
folks who have been around since the 90s and they want all these cards in their original art. Eh, could be. Dang going kids, forward. they're too poor. They're too poor for me. Yeah. Now, what I am curious to do, and I might do this, and maybe I should do this for the entertainment of the podcast, is I might go in on this all for you bundle. I might go out there and spend the $444 for you all, and then I will Damn. let you know what happens. I am not going to use any of these cards. Because yeah. honestly, I look at these bundles, and I'm, I was sort of interested in the Fiona Staples ones. Is like, oh, those are all modern playable. That's interesting. I'm not going to use a single one of these cards. I think I would buy this just to seek out selling all of these. Because I did do well selling secret layers in the past. Could I buy it for the bundle, which gives you a significant discount and end up making money? That's what I'd be curious. Yeah, that's the other, that's like the other side of the coin here, where history has shown us that these secret layers, they resell at very They hold their value, right? Everyone knows the price you paid for them. $30. They are a limited release. In that way, they are basically reserve lifts. They're, no one's ever printing more of these. Right. So they kind of hold their value. They're you're going to buy them for thirty, and they're never going to go under thirty. It, yeah, exactly. Because then, why would you sell them? <laughs> kind of. I guess like to cut cut some of your losses, but like. But you never are. But you're really yeah. Like there are usually in the kind but can of they sell it? can they sell on the secondary is the harder part. Yeah, you, you have to put in a lot of lead work. Like I <laughs> think, and this this is where a lot of like the interesting parts of the secret layer come in because like those early basic land drops are the ones that look really cool. They probably don't sell a whole lot of them. So there's yeah. less there. So that kind of, I'm assuming is what props up their value. And then there's cards like the bitter blossom one where you literally just paid $30 for a bitter blossom. Now right. it's worth 50 now, just that card uh, or something like that. But something like these signets, you really, like I can't imagine that they are going to be um, that crazy because they do ultimately look like signets. They look like magic cards. So like the the crushing brutality lands or the Godzilla lands, they were just full art, no like text on them really because they're lands except for like the word island on it. They didn't. They like looked very very different than their mechanically identical counterparts that are worth fifty cents. These like their art's cool, but they don't really do that. So <laughs> right. I have a hard time think feeling that they are going to maintain their value like at $10 each or like, it was, <laughs> right. yeah, you know, yeah, it was 30, 30 divided by five. So yeah. <laughs> like that's $6 each. Um, but maybe, and here's the, especially with that drop, I feel like those specifically would take, Maybe years to sell. <laughs> so this isn't like a, I'm going to buy it and flip it in a day. This is, you'd have to buy the super drop, hold on to these for two years, and then put them on the market. And people are going to be like, I always wanted that. You know, some guy right. that has never had them. He wants all the signets. He really wants them in the old borders with these sick arts. Because yeah. the weird right. thing about these secret layers is that you only have this window of opportunity. You might think, Ah, that person who's going to want them, he'll already have bought them. Not many people know about secret layers even now. Yeah. yeah some people go <laughs> even like, oh, now. $30 for five cards? Nah, that's not my thing. Uh <laughs> and even worse is again, because of this window thing. Even if you wanted the allied signets, it doesn't mean you bought them during this window. Even if you looked at stared at this for a month and went, "I really want those," and you didn't do it, 
a year down the line, you go, I want those. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really want to buy those. And I've done it how many times because I've missed these windows on a bunch of them. And I've looked back because like, I did not know about secret layers. We'll go over exactly the, I'll pinpoint it for you guys. <laughs> it was the prime slime. So I missed one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One of those, two of them being super drops. I missed seven different drops before I knew about these things. <laughs> That's insane. And then I went back and bought some in the super drops that I was like, oh my God, if I had known, I would have immediately picked these up. Oh yeah. Like And I bought the, them anyway. Yeah, like the um I love the the kaleidoscope killers had three five color uh legendary creatures on it. Yep. It was the the Ur Dragon, uh Sliver Overlord or Hivelord. Hive Overlord I think cost too much Sliver. money, so I'm guessing it was the Overlord. <laughs> Uh, or am I thinking it the opposite way? I don't know. It's one of the slivers. Uh, Sliver Overlord. Yeah, so you're right. Sliver Overlord. Okay. Um, and uh, the Reaper King. Reaper King is kind of, eh, but the those other two cards were worth just a lot of money. Right. Um, and they are each just worth the forty dollars of. They're not actually worth forty, but like you're gonna have a hard time trying to find them for for under that. I think. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So it's like I just I, just, I did was in the twenty four hours and I just bought the super drop and I still have the cat one the OM, OMG kid. Yeah, so you you bought the whole super drop? You bought the bundle? I bought the bundle. Yeah, you bought the bundle. So that and that's rare because not many did. So this was again you only actually this one was interesting, right? So this was back in the days where you had a single day per drop, and I guess one of those days was the bundle. Like, yeah, like the first day was the bundle. The first day you could have picked up all of them. So you did. Uh, they had the Bitter Blossom one, which you've mentioned a bunch of times. They had the Eldraine Wonderland, which is all it is, is five snowlands. Five. One of each of the snow basic land types in a snowland. That's all it was for $30. And everyone went, what? Everyone, yeah, everyone's like, no, I'm not going to buy that. I can buy a snowland for a dollar. And, and it's not like these arts were like the coolest thing you've ever seen it's like oh yeah that's that's what a snow covered island looks like yeah sure. the the interesting thing about those snow lands where this was like one of the first times you could buy foil snow lands mm. snow lands and foil were pretty low because at this point modern horizons one hadn't come out yet so where they right yeah yep um now the now there's a bunch of foolish and yet the prices because of how rare these are are pretty high it's, on those uh, snowlands. Yeah, the island is $25 if you wanted to buy it. Wow. Oh, my God. Who's doing that? I don't know. That makes no, no sense. One. I, I wonder how much, how often those would move. You know what I mean? Like, who is buying that, though? I, I Yeah, know. I think not because you see $25 for one snowland, and you're just like, yeah. who, who's that really is putting that much. in? I, it's like the, there's sometimes you can believe the prices, and sometimes you got to call it out and be like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why is that 25 It's only worth that if someone If someone it. pays it, absolutely. Um, but then they have the it's $10. It's just like, oh, okay. But yeah. They had, a, they had a full set of C, uh, serum visions, which were interesting. Oh, those arts are so cool the arts are cool it's weird though that you only get one of each of the arts right and if someone wanted like a specific one of those well nope you're getting like getting, one of all yeah. four and you're still spending 30 dollars. and serum visions is not expensive card no it is not so it was another one of those where you're like what like what happened uh explosion sounds you get a bunch of goblins 
the art is pretty sick actually on this one it's like very cartoony yeah it was it was like the first time that it was a very cartoony art on magic cards i think once again no card here worth a lot like they, they, back in these ones they didn't print cards that were worth money yeah they God, did this God that was all about the art was is the only card that was like oh, like you could see it's like worth okay. some money and then it, they add the uh the dredge set they had Golgari Thug with Life from the Loam and Bloodgast, which were probably which like ten dollar yeah, cards. It was definitely, yeah. Buying those individually in the market was over thirty dollars, definitely. I don't know if it was. I bet you it was about that. Yeah, it, it, it was close either way. But I know that these cards are worth more now. I mean, that is the best Bloodgast art I've seen. So. Oh, it is. <laughs> that is a beautiful Bloodgast art. I'm keeping that like pretty. Yeah, that if, thing that, that is so if, sick. Like. In uh, and I think this is is Bloodgast legal in modern. I forget. Yes, but like, oh yeah, yes, it is. It's a very good that, card in modern. Yeah, th- th- that's one of those things that like, yeah, I could see someone buying that to pimping out their modern deck. Yeah, it'd be tough though. It's, so it's 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 always super weird with these secret layers, right? Because if you wanted to make a dredge deck, for instance, by utilizing the secret layer drop, well, you still you need four copies. Mm-hmm. If you bought four copies, that would have cost you a hundred and twenty dollars. Now modern is. Absurdly so two scalding turns. <laughs> yeah, modern is absurdly expensive. So I guess it does all make sense. It's just just goes to show like how expensive secret layers are, and so same with the modern format. Um, that was the first super drop, and it was it was a, a it came out with very mixed reviews, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah, people. Kind of what we were saying before. People were upset that wizards were selling cards. They weren't too sure what secret layers were going to look like in the future like if they were just going to be like oh we're doing an emrakul secret drop or secret layer drop which just emrakul we're just selling it on our store now and people were having a lot of trouble getting online to buy stuff they thought it would break the lgs's to begin with but actually i think this whole charade is actually helping lgs's and that's because, again, who else is going to spend $444 to buy all these? You know what I mean? Like this whole Super Drop. Well, guess what? The LGSs will. They'll buy them and they'll sell them because that's their job. And they'll make money doing it, I bet. Mm-hmm. And there's there's kind of a weird thing, too, where, uh, like, say, I kind of had just an experience like this buying other uh, other cards, too. Where it provides like a, a wider range of prices for cards mm. now. Because a card can be like worth four dollars. There might be a foil version that's worth six. And now there's a secret layer version that's worth eight. So now it's like, oh well, I they're out of the normal version. So am I gonna spend six dollars on this foil or am I gonna spend eight dollars on the secret layer that's not foil? So they, right. they just push it, like bump them up a little bit more to buy the eight dollar Birds of Paradise, or, or especially whatever, if they want that art. One. Yeah, it's all about the art, right? Most I I feel like it's all about the art for the most part. There's no yes. other value to this. Yeah, right? it, except for like what you're thinking about doing. Like if you think that these cards will go up, which I think basically you need them to have at least some playable cards in there, in like modern or legacy or some some high expensive format. Uh, but if you want to use them, or commander again, when, or you, commander, when you go yeah. over when you go over the signets, that's play not, not playable anywhere else. But guess Except what? Commander. commander, literally every deck needs every oh, signet yeah. that they can play. That it's Definitely. just the staple of the format. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or or it's the art, like you're saying. Yeah, but yeah, hundred percent. There's 
you need to play them. It needs to be playable in at least one of those formats. Yeah. Uh, moving forwards on these sales, I guess we can bull- barge through a bunch of these, especially because I missed all of these. So we should talk more about how their marketing was just nothing back then. It was just, then they, they didn't do They it. had the year of the rat. I guess that was when the year of the rat began for China, right? And then so they had a, the year of the rat one where they put yeah. like a pack rat and some tokens. Yeah, that one was, it was, they didn't like market at all. And this is, no. this was right after one of the other secret layers too. So I thought it was like part of it for some reason or like, did I miss this? Yeah, and I know, then, like maybe you, maybe you thought you ordered it because you ordered the whole bundle. I just maybe ordered the bundle. It. I was like, I oh, I didn't see that one. And then like, I was like, oh, I didn't get this one. And then, nope, it was, it was not the other one. And I missed this one completely too. This one must've been when um, Theros was coming out. Uh, they had the right. Theros. No, actually it wasn't because Theros came out way beforehand. Um, this is the Thorough Stargazing one. They had like the uh, uh, constellations. Uh, well, I'm trying to figure out if did the I thought these had the new. Um, oh yeah, maybe they didn't have the new gods. In it. No, and Theros came out way before this. So like, and uh, Beyond Death came out way after this. So actually, I'm not sure why these how these were. Maybe they announced Theros, and then they were like, in. okay, secret drop. Yeah, that's that's a curious one. No, I guess maybe that makes sense. Maybe Theros Beyond Death was coming out and they did this one. Uh, but I missed that one completely. International Women's Day was apparently one. There's a bunch of women commanders uh, in that one. Yep. And, uh, and Planeswalkers. Uh, Thalia Beyond the Vault. Like, what? Uh, it was, it was that, like those came out like the same time. Interesting. Yeah, and, like how did they not combine Thalia just with International Women's Day? I don't know. Yeah, they. it was very confusing. Because like... Thalia would have been the card that sold the International Women's Day one. <laughs> is Thalia female in the in right? Thalia's female? Gosh, and she's got and that that set with the Thalia Beyond the Vault reminds me a lot of the Mother's Day thing. It's just four Thalias. Four copies of Thalia. Four Thalias. Yeah. Which actually is it is cool, right? Because if, if there's a deck out there that you wanted a full play set of Thalia, bam, there's your full play set of Thalia. So it makes sense uh, in some ways. It does hurt that it's just for a single card. Uh, they got to make it worth it is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, th- although Thalia, that might be cheaper than just four Thalias back then. I don't know. Nine. She can't cost that much right now. I definitely have Maybe a not now. I, I don't I, think she's I, worth that much. Yeah. Um, then they had the Godzilla lands. That was a fascinating one because once again they went back to this basic land thing, and this was by itself, just like bam. It was just yeah. By Here's itself. the lands <laughs> by itself. Nothing else going on. Here's just basic lands, and everyone was like, "What is happening right now?" Yeah, and I I bought these knowing I didn't know I was going to buy like all the basic lands ones at this time, but I was like, <laughs> "No one's going to buy these," so I bought it. <laughs> It's like there's no everyone's gonna so they got them. And then I was like, yeah, no one's gonna buy these, so I'm gonna buy. Them. Oh man, it doesn't interest me at all. Then the summer super drop hit. This was actually uh, half a decent drop here. These had some notable notable ones in there. <clears throat> I think the first time, so th- this one had the one that I did end up buying, which is the tattoo pack. Still oh, my favorite cool. secret layer they ever printed. The cards just look absolutely stunning. They're like done in, in like that classical tattoo styling. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they had some good cards in there. They had a they had an Ink Moth Nexus, which was definitely worth the price of the whole thing. Python Needle was just a great card. Spell Pierce is a playable card. Blood Artist is a very commander playable card. And same with oh, yeah. Eternal Witness. So just all playable cards that I wanted. Like the first time that everything looked playable to me. And I was like, yep. 
<laughs> just yeah. give me that. It's like, all right, <laughs> we'll take uh, it. Yep, so I bought that one. But they had some decent ones here. They had the Can You Feel with the Heart of Steel, which gave you Ballista, Dark Steel Colossus, and an Arcbound Ravager. All incredibly good cards. Mm-hmm. Path Not Traveled, I don't think anyone bought. It's just a bunch of Planeswalkers that are, like, not good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they had the Mountain Go, which was just four light, a playset of lightning bolts that no one cares about because they don't even look that good. <laughs> And then they had the orthological studies, which was a bunch of birds. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of birds. <laughs> bunch that of one birds. had birds of paradise. That one had a. Uh... That one also had a birds of paradise. Yeah. So now there's two birds of paradise in secret layers, which is interesting. The good, the most expensive card out of the orthological studies, I think, was the swan song. That's like a that's like a ten dollar right. card. Yeah, um, swan song got expensive. Yeah, it's, it's really good, Commander. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's unfortunate because it's like, oh, that that's kind of a nice counter spell. It does do everything, and then. Overall, I'm glad I bought the one I did, and I'm glad I didn't buy all the other ones. Honestly, when I look at that super drop, so so I, I think in the for the most part, yeah. But beyond like this bundle thing that you could possibly do, and for that one, I think you would have made your money back for sure. Some of these were worth a lot, like that. The can you feel with the heart of steel? Yeah, right. That one was worth a ton of money. I think you would have easily made your money on that. You probably could have sold the birds. <laughs> I don't really know. Yeah, for thirty, you could have easily sold yeah. the tattoos. I don't know if you could have sold the planeswalker one. That I one's don't tough. think so. Yeah, that one's a tough sell. So you might have lost your money on that. Someone would have bought the lightning bolts. Someone would have. Someone would have bought the lightning bolts. So you would have only lost your money on the planeswalker one. And if you wanted them, uh, okay, mm-hmm. could have had them. You say the cards you buy in these things, they can't be much cheaper or you like if you sell them they can't be much lower than the sell price of the mechanically identical ones right then we have the prime slime i did buy that one i thought the art was just fascinating the art so and every card was incredibly playable once again Mm -hmm. especially for i put immediately all of them into a deck so this was like an ooze basic one acidic slime incredibly good commander card Mimeoplasm is the only one I did not put in a deck. He's a commander in and of himself, but I'll be looking to trade him in future trades because he's a fat... Like, who doesn't want that card? It looks amazing. Yeah, I love the Mimeoplasm. Uh, Necrotic Ooze is one of my favorite commander cards ever. Just has all abilities of everything in graveyards. It's one of the most unique cards ever. Scavenging Ooze is one of the... I mentioned it on my favorite cards episodes, people. I love (laughs) Scavenging Ooze. It's so good. And then you have uh, Void Slime. (laughs) The best part about Void Slime... So it's a very good playable commander card. But the best part is it's literally meant for commander cards. Because it's... Flavor text says cyclonic riffer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> I will void slime that cyclonic riff. <laughs> that's perfect. Now Best need, part about the card. Yeah, exactly. And that's that why you want one. It's perfect. <laughs> it is perfect. Yeah. So they nailed it with that card. I was so happy when I got that. Then they came out with the every dog has its day. I think this was a direct answer because at this point the first round of uh secret layers had kind of reacted i guess you know what i mean like the right the market was saturated now with secret layers they had seen what had happened with the kitty cat <laughs> secret layer which has exploded in popularity because it's oh, kitty yeah. cats and everyone wants kitty cats so they made a doggies one and so as soon as this one came out i was like well 
it doesn't matter what cards these are. This is a slam dunk. So I bought a bunch of these. I was just like, I just went hard. I was just like, let me just buy a bunch of these dog ones. I sold all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It people, worked. People love, people, you, all you need to do is find a, one or two people who just love yeah. dogs enough to like, oh yeah. Now I kept I one them. of these for myself because it, believe it or not, these cards were very playable. Ancient Grudge is actually a very good card. Uh, it mm-hmm. is a sideboard playable card in modern and everything. They had a Dig Through Time, which is like a pioneer staple. Uh, it's also an extremely good commander card. They had Lightning Greaves, which is your commander staple. Yeah, Every man. deck needs a Lightning Greaves. And this Every is the best one. copy of Lightning Greaves ever. <laughs> yeah. I call them Puppy Greaves because <laughs> it's a doggy like, biting the boots. It's so cute. I needed a copy. And then they have Rest in Peace, which is sad. It's the dog lying on his back, but he had a good he had a good life. <laughs> oh, is the dog's dead? The dog's dead, like sitting there, like but he looks happy, like that he's passing, I guess. I don't know. I, weird that they put that one. But another incredible sure player. Like, is he in a graveyard or something? Is he not like visiting? No, he's just like in the middle of like he looks like he's like in Greece or something, you know, like there's a city in the background. He's like in one of those promenades and he's just like lying in his back happy. But I assume he's dead. Even the flavor text says something about how this like, dog is dead. <laughs> yeah, it literally does. It says like this dog had a great life. Hold on. It says Lucia chased every ball, chewed every stick and rolled in every puddle. She lay down in the sun content at last. That dog That's the dead. flavor text. Yeah, the dog's, dog's definitely dead. dead. Its name was Lucy, apparently. Uh, <laughs> it's a cute card, but yeah, she's definitely in like Ravnica line there. Very playable card though, and mm-hmm. especially in Commander. Play that card in Commander if you guys haven't. People get very mad at you because it uh, ends up being busted. It's good. <laughs> then we had the probably the most interesting to me ever because again, this was the age that I was super interested in these. Like I got like really like invested. This was the Happy Yargle Day. <laughs> Came in September on Yargle Day, they called it, because it was September 3rd, 9-3. Yargle's a 9-3. Yargle's a 9-3. Very playable cards, but again, none of them were worth any money. Swords to Plowshares. And I looked this up, because I couldn't believe it. I was like, well, what is a Yargle Swords swords worth? Because Swords is like a dollar to two dollar card. What's a Yargle Swords worth? Or at least going for on TCG. You know what it is? What? $15! (laughs) What?! Yep. <laughs> what? Then yeah. they had like an opt, which I don't know how that fits in with Yargle. Then they had a fatal push. That one I guess could make sense, like pushing it. Oh, they an just Anger do... of the Gods and an Explorer. Oh. I mean, also like all very playable cards. I will give yeah. them that. Incredibly playable cards, and I think that alone made this drop worth it. And I think when you go over this, where it's like all the cards are playable, basic lands are playable. So apparently. The drop's worth it. That's <laughs> yeah. where I'm going. Because when you look at these cards, all of them are playable cards. And therefore, I think this drop was probably worth it, looking back. And I, w- yeah. I never considered it when I saw this. Never. Yeah, if, if you're going to play those cards, then... Yeah, exactly. Like it, it, these... And I would, right? I'd play all of these in Commander. I would play all of these in... Heck, all of these are modern playable. Which is nuts. Yeah, Anger of the Gods is a is a one of the Swords isn't Swords I think is legacy. Not, Swords not is modern. legacy, yeah. Yeah. But it's legacy playable. <laughs> but it's legacy playable. <laughs> yeah, and uh yeah, Swords is, is also just like the premier removal spell in Commander as well. In Commander, it's just an incredible card. Opt, incredible. Well, not incredible, but 
definitely modern pioneer. You can play opts every uh, time it's in standard. It's standard. They're con- continuing to keep opt as a thing. It seems like they're going to keep it in standard forever. Mm-hmm. It's just like the blue card in standard, and you can play your Yargle ops. Uh, I will that's only awesome. play Yargle ops. Yeah, I, that's what I mean. Some people, I'm sure, are doing that. Just a very curious time I to think, release that. I think only. I uh, sorry. I think not too many people bought this happy article. I would assume almost no one at this time. Again, people were still discovering like what the value of an unvaluable secret layer was worth. You know what I'm saying? Like the ones that were printed with a bunch of cards, no one cares about what were they worth? (laughs) Exactly. And, and, and they didn't really have that until this set because really no, none of the cards were this playable, right? Like this uh, is this is five really playable cards. I would yes. say the the next one down that was similar to this would have been like probably the four lightning bolts. You know, yeah, where lightning, lightning bolts an incredibly bolts. playing playable card, but that was not doing well by the time, and it's still not. That it's one still was not, yeah. like the not serum vision one that was playable. There you go, serum modern, vision one is but... another one which I assume that drop probably didn't age well. Maybe not. I don't think so. Uh, don't know, but yeah, probably not. So this is like the first time that, like, yeah, it's like everyone's looking at it and going, "Yeah, five these playable cards, but they're all worth a buck." Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like who's buying this? No one. And yeah, it turned and, out and this like, was like good. This was also very strange because, like, it's like they had to like commission like real artists to paint Yargle cards. Yargle like wasn't popular like it was i was like gonna a say who really cared about yargle this it much was. i don't think anyone like i was in, in like joke characters in magic like fibble thip is king of these <laughs> joke characters that everyone knows about but it was like yargle it was like ah that's funny it's a nine three because there hasn't been a nine three yet in magic like joke 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 but then it's then it, like when did Yargle came come out as a card? I felt like it, it must was like have a been like <laughs> it must have been like in Wizards, right? It must have been an employee who kept like walking by people. Happy Yargle, like, happy Yargle. yeah, right. Yeah. It had to have been like there's a nine and a three. Happy Yargle, like because who cares? No one in the magic no, community cares. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think anybody bought this. Then they came out with the Zendikar. So so then at this point, it seemed like for every set that they're gonna push out. They're also going to do a showcase secret layer with each set. Right. Because they did it now for, uh, they're doing it for Zendikar and they, they did, did it for Theros. For Theros right. They did, they did it for Theros and now they're doing it for Zendikar. And they seem like, ah, oh, they're always going to do this for every set. And this was the last time they did it. <laughs> and I was just, just like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm assuming that means they didn't sell well. They printed some decent cards here. Uh, oh, no, for they sure. did it for. Uh... Cal time and Strixhaven. Oh, uh, yes, but they were in super drops because they transitioned oh, everything you over to super you. drops. Okay. That's right. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, you're you're right. Yeah, they did it again. Like, wait, didn't you buy the Caltime one? I did buy one of the Caltime ones. So I didn't buy the Sendikar ones. I was very tempted because I needed an admonition angel, and this print was printed with one. But at the same time, they also announced the Zendikar commander decks that were like twenty dollars i think yeah they, they i bought yeah and i bought the naya zendikar commander deck for twenty dollars so again this secret layer was like thirty or forty dollars if you did it for thirty dollars i only needed one card out of it and i got like 
six cards I needed out of a $20 product right. <laughs> in their commander deck. So I was like, yeah, slam dunk there. So I didn't end up buying this one, but cool art for sure. Yeah. Overall, a decent drop. They, yeah, these are the cards that, like, they're definitely very, like, iconic. Not, like, iconic because they're famous, but, like, you put you play one of these and ev- it's just like, oh, that's not, a, that's not a normal magic card. Yeah, they look really sweet. They're all borderless uh, treatment, like we mentioned. They have the Avenger of Dendikar, which is, like, one of the most playable commander cards of all time. Warren Instigator, which isn't really, is a goblin card. Mm-hmm. Um, Zulaport Cutthroat is one of the most playable cards ever. Royal Elemental is a really playable card. Yep. And Admonition Angel, which uh, is one of my favorite cards in one of my decks, for sure. It's is just always overperformed. All right. Uh, th- then um, they went on, and then they threw a whole wrench in this whole system. So everything's going normally, right? Uh, that we're selling a bunch of cards. We're doing this. You know, they've done some interesting things like print basic lands and they've had yargle day for some reason then they printed this product and made the world freak out yeah so they printed unique cards into secret layer which meant you can't get these cards anywhere except in secret layer yeah so there was a not only that but they used another product to boost this yeah so they made a walking dead themed secret layer which like i would have gotten this if they did this like five years ago like when walking dead was super popular yeah but, but like, this is way after the fact right like people who love walking dead still love it but i'm just like this would be like coming out with like a game of thrones theme now i'm just like like And why I think it made such a big stink is because technically that means these cards are legal in formats like Vintage and I believe Legacy. Maybe not Legacy, but definitely Vintage. Yeah, definitely though. And and Commander. And And Commander, obviously. Which, which, you know, Commander is one of those formats you can safely print a bunch of shit and it will never matter. (laughs) And, And like the rules committee isn't like technically a part of Magic, so they don't really care about like Hasbro's bottom line as far as magic concerns. So they'd be like, no, we're just getting rid of these cards. And definitely looking at these, I would never be worried about any of these in Commander. And they yeah. did this for Commander players for sure, because all of the characters are legendary creatures. Mm-hmm. So therefore they can be your commander. They do some decently cool stuff. But the big deal was just like, is this gonna open the door for is this right. what Secret Lair is now? Like Strixhaven's yeah. coming up, they're like, oh, this is like a school thing. Are they just gonna do a Harry Potter one? And so, and this is where we have to mention it now. So we have heard going forwards, they have now introduced this new thing for magic called Universes Beyond. Mm-hmm. So, yes, everyone, this will be a thing going forwards. You will eventually have superman commander you'll have spider-man commander and they will be printed in these secret layers so we know that that's the reality of it in secret layers they will be so yeah so here's how it's going to all work and they've maybe quelled people's worries a little bit with the next part but not really here's what's happening they're going to be doing all these absolute nonsense things i think the next one coming out i believe they've already announced it is going to be stranger things Yes, yeah. Yep. Stranger Things is the next one. 
Yeah, so that's the next one coming out. So you'll have characters like Eleven and all the other kids and the Demogorgon. Uh, and they will be printed as a Secret Layer product. Then, six months after the release of that Secret Layer, so probably a year after whenever that goes for sale, it will they will start appearing on the list. Remember how we mentioned in the last episode the list, list. the infamous list of 400 random cards that can appear in one of four cards in any random set booster. Yeah, Again, they have the three different only the set boosters. And these are going to be rares or mythics, so you're probably never ever going to see them and it's not going to change the price of these cards, which is what. Right. But they price. will appear in the set boosters at a rate higher than any of the other list cards. But what is that rate? Oh, no. Oh, oh, no one knows. And this is also one in four. And also, randomly, somehow, these cards are going to be so rare. They're not going to be the secret layer versions. Yeah, They're, they're going to be a magic version of that secret layer. It yeah. makes no sense to me. It's kind of completely ridiculous. I feel kind of upset for anyone that's going to want the cards and not want them in their secret layer form, which I would get, right? If you didn't care about it was a cool card. Yeah, right, cool. but you wanted to play around with the mechanics so you're waiting for that magic one, but then it's on the list and then it costs $50 because it's printed in one every out of every 1000 boxes of set yeah. boosters. I um I so feel for you. Can I can I I just want to kind of go out a little bit of a ramp why do I I even like this worse than, than <laughs> just printing the unique cards in Secret Lair. And the reason is is because of the attitude towards how powerful these are can be. Because I think they they wizards might not know like which cards are gonna be good, but they know how to make a bad card. Like they know <laughs> when a card is not gonna they be good. They do know how to make a bad card, you're right. So they could have been like, okay, if I, we know that this card is not going to be like a game-breaking card because it doesn't say when it enters the battlefield, draw five cards or something on it. But if they if they say like, oh, well, it's not only a secret layer, it's in all these set boosters, so now we can print them. We can just push the power level normally, right? Uh, right. And that's like the thing that they're going to tell you all and themselves when they're kind of making these. They're not going to try to be careful with these. When... The when exactly like you said, well, maybe I've never watched Stranger Things. I don't really care about the uh, 11 being the card, but I want the card that it is because it's really cool. And it's super powerful. Now it's going to be $50 and the secret layer version is going to be $60 or for $40 or whatever. Yeah. And they're just be like, oh, well, well, it's in packs like we printed it, but <laughs> you don't know when it's going to be in season for the list because the list is rotating. Yeah. And you don't know how often it's going to appear if once it's in a pack. And you don't and we know it's in one about one every four set boosters. And I'm just like <sighs> like I mean to me they got to increase that one out of every four, right? They they got to boost that up to like yeah. two out of every four. Yeah, like it's got to be a 50% chance to get something there. And they got to add the list cards to draft boosters at that point or collector boosters so, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Because it's just it, <laughs> it's just dumb and like i i have no problem with the mechanically unique cards in secret layer because they're not going to be in like standard or whatever and like in vintage your lands cost eight thousand dollars so sorry if if this card is worth a hundred uh um and if they're if they do 
if they do very specific things, they're not going to be in good in commander either. Like if the Walker tokens, like they're, if they're erratas just be like zombie tokens, then that might be something different. But you know, like we talk all the time about there's a set specific mechanic and there's just not enough cards to fill out a deck with that. Now, if there's only five cards with this mechanic, then it's never going to be playable, but I don't know. It, 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 this is just very like, it seems very pandering. Just like, oh, you didn't want mechanic beauty cards? Well, now they're printed here where it won't affect anything. And so right. the, also the the one of the arguments against these these cards that have used other IPs is that they won't able or they will not be able to be reprinted because if they lose the license or like if <laughs> Wizards of the Coast can't say like, hey, can we reprint the Rick card? But whoever owns that IP is like, no, the contract expired. It was just for this one print run. You can't use it again. And it's like, all right, we're legally not allowed to. But they could functionally reprint it as a magic version. Right. But now there's two versions of it. So if if you if it's a good card in Legacy, now you can have eight versions. <laughs> That's true. I mean, they That's could do whatever true. they want. They could just pre-print a card and say, oh, well, now this is this. The other interesting thing to think about is, is, is uh, you know, they're, they're allowing Magic to use the IP how upset are they going to be if if the card is bad, right? Like, Wizards would almost never print Spider-Man to be a 1-1 one, one with Reach. They're going to print Spider-Man to be a 3-3 three, three for 1 that when he attacks, yeah. he draws a card and taps one of their creatures and it doesn't untap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like Thanos' card is going to be like, oh, tap, add one of the Infinity Gems. Once you get all of the Infinity Gems, you win the game or something. Or like, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Because it'd be weird. They're if- not going to be bad, right? They're going to be obnoxiously good. And it's, it's mm-hmm. eh, I'm not excited for the future of Magic uh, in a certain sense with, with where they're going with this universe. I get it, but they definitely, I believe, probably are going to have to... Sp- split maybe even the commander format into like three sections there's going to be a cedh section which kind of already is its own section yeah there's going to be a commander section and then there's going to be an anything goes commander section right where, where you can do all of this corner, you can do this yeah right where where even i loved some of the legendaries coming out of that last unset oh yeah like you had Brazilda. The Monster Masher one. Mm-hmm. So, or, and you played the Doom Von Count. Do, yeah, Count Von Doom, yeah. There would be, be a great format where, like, everything's legal over there. Like, just go right. and do that weird stuff. But no one wants that in just any given Commander game. And definitely no one wants it in CEDH. Yeah. It, I, and also, like, I think it's easy to say, like, oh, there's only The Walking Dead. It's only the uh, the Stranger Things. How, like how many it's not even playable how many of these are you gonna see like i haven't seen it one of them you lot, haven't seen either. <laughs> but like as these go on like just by just by sheer chance there's gonna be like th- what if there's 300 playable cards that are yeah we're, we're gonna hit a critical mass at a point right they, and, they keep printing cards so yeah so it, it's just gonna be kind of um i don't know like how much of this is just us being like old man yelled at at cloud where we're just like, this is how magic used to be, but it is its own separate thing. This one's interesting though. This topic, I enjoy secret layers for the reprint of really awesome art that I enjoyed secret layers for Mm -hmm. when they went to this. It's I definitely got skeptical. This is where I went like, 
whoa, maybe we did go too far. Like, uh, yeah. um, I have always, you know what I've always loved is, is when we use our imagination for magic cards, right? Where, like, here's the Pikachu. It's a thunder cat. Like, you know, we can use our magic IP to create something that is Pikachu and does Pikachu-like things. Right. And it's never called Pikachu. But guess what? In all our minds, we know it's Pikachu. And we're going to call it Pikachu. And that's hilarious yeah. that we call it Pikachu. Like, in modern, you go, I play Pikachu. Even though the cards, no, that card's called Thunder Mouse. Exactly. Uh, yeah, it's Pikachu. <laughs> you know, I, I've always enjoyed that. I like having magic IP be different things that we call out in in different areas of the world. I don't want literal Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, because you that does exist in its own place. So it's not like no one tells no one's telling you like if you go play magic, you're not allowed to go watch The Walking Dead right afterwards. Or like I and also I don't really know what this brings to like what does magic get out of this so what does the walking dead get out of this is anyone gonna buy these cards but also these cards are so expensive it's like is anyone gonna look at these cards and be like oh what's that from walking dead i'm gonna check it out it's like is anyone gonna look up walking dead merch and then see magic and then get into magic like i just don't see that happening like if there were other card games like we talk about pikachu like pokemon crossover i could almost see it because it's like hey do you like this card game you can try this card game. It has art, like, you know, not similar rules technically, but it's like, you have a deck of cards, you play against one other person. And it's a collectible card game or hearthstone or something like that to me would make more sense than like bringing something over from like a, not necessarily like it is a competitor, but you know, it's like you can exist in the same space, but yeah. like there's, and it made just tons of money because people knew like, not because it's the walking dead, but these are just unique cards. And if a card's good, it's going to be worth $300. Whew. I mean, it's, it's, it's also interesting because, you know, when you look at these cards and they do something unique, I don't know. It, it, it does just feel like they're kind of in this way. They're kind of ruining the game a little bit, just a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. It's one of those things. It's like, why? Almost like I wish they printed the like I get if your argument is that there's these are collector items, then don't make them legal in any format. Yeah, <laughs> yeah have a special... I would be fine with their their collector items. And commander is a format where like we can say they're legal or we can't. I get yeah, that. Like, ma- we're, we're them... self policing yeah. format, but make them reasonable. Like some like you said, some of the unset cards where it's like oh that's a perfectly reasonable card like you roll a d6 and then it gets plus x where whatever number that's perfectly mm-hmm. reasonable and you know like the, these cards are perfectly reasonable because they had to do this it's not like some of the other unset cards where it's like oh you rip up this card and whatever it falls <laughs> on then they have to destroy that permit or whatever like rip just, up your secret layer that you spent 50 dollars on yeah it like why it just why it doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me that it's like oh this is a a pseudo popular i mean it is very popular ip it let's was, put it yeah. into magic but it it was and not is what was <laughs> like that was what was curious for sure right it, it was like, yeah, yeah it's, it's it a well we'll say it's well known it's well um known. but it's like this reeks to me there's this there's this happens everywhere but especially in like corporate america someone will have an idea 
it's like not a good idea, but it gets talked about enough. Everyone just assumes you're doing it. Then instead of doing it the right way, they just be like, oh, well, Game of Thrones is too expensive. Uh, so we can't do this. What's another popular TV show? Oh, Walking Dead. Let's do that. Even though like, I think people would take a fantasy like Lord of the Rings. They're probably going to do Lord of the Rings ones like Lord of the Rings or Game of Thrones. Mm. Much it was it was much more palatable than a Walking Dead or like Star Wars or something. Right. So they, I to be this is what I'm guessing is they tried to get like Lord of the Rings. It was too expensive. They're like, well, we've already decided we were going to introduce a new IP into Magic. What's one that we can afford? That oh, last time I I checked with my uh, my son or daughter. What's a TV show you like? Oh, Walking Dead. Let's do that one. And it, <laughs> Got it. And we can not, get that. We can, it's we can off the air. <laughs> exactly. And they're just like, oh, well, we already decided to do this idea, and since we couldn't do it right, let's do it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh Christ! All right. Well, the, we're gonna move on to the next one because they did another different thing that they never. Up. Yeah, heat it up. Let's let's. Now they tried to quell the the heat. They did. This is the first and only time they've ever done this with secret layers. They tried to use it as a uh, as a donation vehicle. I hate helping people, <laughs> right? They just it went just from like the most controversial people. one to like we'll donate now. And pure, like, yeah, like a damn. pure money grab. And, like- <laughs> uh, and and boy, did they print some heaters here. This was the extra life twenty twenty. They printed Amulet of Vigor, Consecrated Sphinx, Collected Company, and Teferi's Protection. Those are like all $20 cards now. Uh, At time of printing, I think Amulet wasn't, uh, because again, Modern hadn't picked up yet. Same with Coco. Uh, Consecrated Sphinx, though, has always been like a $10 card, and Teferi's Protection has always been a $30 card. Mm -hmm. And you could have gotten all of these, but for $60. And that's because 30 of it was going to charity. And they and, couldn't even do that right. They were going to charge you 30 anyway. And they're like, would you like to match your donation to Wizards of the Coast to a do- It's like, it's a charity. Yeah. Just but, they, but, they printed, but they printed cards that were worth more money. That's the only way people were accepting this. It's like. I, that's why, though. That, so they clearly know the price of their cards. So like, they looked for I cards know. that are worth more money. I know. But it, it's like, just because it's worth it. Just makes it mean makes uh it mean in my head that they what they or they knew what they were doing with doubling the price was kind of scary. oh yeah oh the hundred percent it was and they did it and it worked yeah. and it, that was still it a worked. good drop though even after all said and done that's sixty dollars and you're getting like eighty dollars worth of cards there. yeah you're getting and yeah, you donated thirty to a charity which maybe makes you feel good which is why you probably did it I don't know like that's <laughs> I know it, it made sense. Yeah, it it is. But they haven't ever returned to that, which is interesting. Like that that I feel like that model made a lot of sense. Like, wow, you can print some really good cards, guys, mm-hmm. and make us donate some money. And they'd never return to that. I I, I imagine they'll eventually get, do that again. But I'm curious to know why they didn't do it again. I don't know. Because yeah. then then they got it to super drops, little... man. Yeah. Ever since then, so that was November 2020. They went. Clearly, this was the moment that they went, hey, it seems We're like our super drops are, yeah, yeah are, are like literally where it's at. Because three, well, four out of the next five were super drops. <laughs> <laughs> four out of the next five are super drops. They had Secret Versary. Uh, so this was a celebration 
even though it was a month earlier than their actual anniversary. <laughs> I know, right? There's some good stuff in here. This is, again, where the Seb McKinnon one pops up. Uh, so the first time they did an artist series. Definitely, they're going to do more of those, clearly, because they've done, they started with the Seb McKinnon one, who was a up-and-coming, clearly, like, one of the best magic artists. Um, mm-hmm. Now they've done, like, another three, three, or two of which aren't magic artists, which was interesting. So they're just going to be bringing artists from elsewhere. They, 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 they had the party hard shred harder one, which is again the one that I've mentioned. Like, looks nothing like a magic card. Yeah, they just have like the crazy not so. I, I got those. They was they look so cool. They look insane. They look incredible. I wish I bought those. I was definitely looking at this one, and that was the mm-hmm. only one I considered. But again, it's tough to want to pick these up if you aren't like I need yeah. all of those cards. You, yeah, it it is hard. Yeah. It's really difficult. Like the box of rocks even looks super playable. But again, I can I had like the most expensive of the box of rocks ones, and I didn't want to just buy all five of them for thirty dollars. I bought, was I bought decent, the, but I bought the playable cards too. As a the box of rocks. Oh, I bought the this super drop. I bought you bought the drop. You bought the all of them. Yeah, which makes sense because there are some decent ones. There's once again. The basic land ones in there, the Happy Little mm-hmm. Gathering. That's the Bob Ross ones, right? Yep. Happy Little Gathering. That's yep. the Bob Ross lands. They had a Squirrels one, which probably went up in value since Modern Horizons 2 was printed because they have a Squirrel yeah, theme I, I in it. I should check that. I don't think I've they, Yeah, that. I bet you they did. Well, only offered in foil. So interesting stuff there. Then they did the do you want to just like, Super Drop. Do you want to just kind of like pick a few... We're at an hour and a half now. Yeah, fine. I, yeah. Well, let me go over the Smitten Super Drop. I did. I bought one in here now. Okay. Uh, this is when Kaldheim released. They did the showcase Kaldheims, but they were involved. So once again, it seems like they're doing this every time a set comes out. If you've noticed now with all sets, they have special borders now, right? Mm-hmm. Every set they come out with, they have a special border for that set. In Eldraine, they had these little curly things. Yeah. In Call Time, they had these big, thick wooden panels. So like that's what they did for this one. Wood. For Zendikar, they had these uh, triangular border frame things. They were really interesting looking. Mm-hmm. They were like diagonal. The hedron. Uh, so I bought the Call Time Part 2 Showcase. Which involved Inferno Titan, Grave Titan, and Kroxa. I just needed these cards for Commander. It's only three cards. Grave Titan and Kroxa were over $40, $50 by themselves. And I also needed an Inferno Titan. And I was just like, yep. Yeah, those are not bad (laughs) Price is there. (laughs) Yeah, the price is there. I need the cards. Let's do it. I Mm -hmm. bought that one. That, and that's also where the Unfathomable lands, which I did consider. Because they look incredible they look nothing like magic cards but they look incredible they're all in black and white and they're all full art and they have like faces on like the mana symbols and they just look amazing they look so good uh one thing they did interestingly with with this super drop in particular is they announced a banning with it so they lowered the price of the 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 drop with the banned card which was Uro. Who was going to be banned in every format <laughs> ever, yeah. except Commander. Yeah, Earl was just like, this card is really good. And thank God they did that, or yeah. I probably wouldn't play Modern anymore, because I think Uro's just the dumbest card I've ever seen in my life. Why are yeah. they printing cards as powerful? We'll yeah, never know, but I was they're going to keep doing it. I was playing Standard a lot during this time, and it was just like, every deck was... So you were playing Uro a lot, you mean? 
Yeah. And, this, <laughs> he's, uh, and like Eldraine, Throne of Eldraine was just like ludicrously busted. It was way too strong. And like, it still I, is. It's still in standard still, and still will be past D&D. Oh my which God. Is just yeah. They just, they just need to rotate right now. But yeah, like I don't think Uro was ever in standard the same time that Oko was. But it was it was funny how like Oko is just like one of the best planeswalkers to ever be printed. It gets banned out of the ground, and then there's another busted three mana Simic <laughs> mythic that comes. Could you out imagine all of that banned. in standard at the same time? <laughs> yeah, it was just like holy shit! It's like yeah, that just, is uh... for a while. It's like if you're not playing Simic, then you're not trying hard enough. Who who's the blue green developer? He's winning in the uh, boardroom <laughs> meetings. Yeah, like, yeah he is. <laughs> Is, he is earning his paycheck. <laughs> or he's the worst magic player at the table. So when they're testing, it never works out for yeah. him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. Like, hey, Jeff, come on in. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just here dropping off. Like my girlfriend, she works here. Like, yeah, you're going to play magic. <laughs> here, has, here's Oko. Like, oh, I've never. Uh, I, oh what suit? Don't worry about it. Oh, yeah, he doesn't know what he's even, doing with it. So plus he's, just any like, he's just plusing two every time. He never uses the plus one. Yeah, the oh other plus ability. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why? Okay, uh, just oh my yeah. god. Yeah, so yeah, that was, that was kind of funny. All right, then they did a Black is Magic celebrating uh, February. Uh, Black yeah. that was a cool one. That was a cool drop actually. Good Decent one. cards in there, but it's more expensive drop. I think that was like uh, yeah, that was a forty or fifty dollars. I think they they might have also done something with um with uh like donating some of the some of the proceeds ah they could have they could have you might be right there there's no information about it now but i think you oh it said proudly supporting something girl girls in in programming or something yeah yeah okay so so yeah you're right okay so that one did see like someone as well yeah price point makes more sense yeah so 40 and 60 yeah but it also makes sense because the caliber of cards we're not talking about 80 dollars of cards we're right. talking about but 20 dollars of cards but like it costs the same much the same amount to wizards to print these things that that's where i'm getting yeah i'm yeah. like yeah, but they, they want to get their money where their money's worth and they knew the cards are worth what the cards are worth so and then the most recent super drop that had passed already which was this Dr. Layer's Secretorium. I mm-hmm. bought the Super Shock bundle in this one. So you got, did you get like two it ended up being of every? I no, believe no, there was I, only, it hasn't there was, showed up yet, but I believe I'm getting. It's 15 in total lands, right? I'm getting 15 Shock lands, which when I did the math ends up being, I think, less than $8 per Shock land. Which is, which you, you saved probably like three, four bucks on. Yes, land. per Shock land. Exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm saving money per Shock land. And I'm so happy I bought this because, yeah, I need all of these lands. And I only needed the lands. If you look at the rest of the drops, I think they were terrible. (laughs) They had once again, you didn't buy this full basics, did you? It's called full text lands. They look horrible. (laughs) Why did you buy these? Look how bad they look. Of course, I bought. So they just have like a full description of what the lands do, which is hilarious, but. Oh, Why are you spending thirty dollars on these? It's so I also, bad. I actually, so I did buy the. Our show is on Friday. Can you make it? Which is uh, the oh, poster. Those look so good. They look sick, and I did not buy it to use it. I have these cards. I don't need them. I bought it to sell it. I bought mm-hmm. this one specifically, like 
looking at the old party hard shred harder one and wishing I bought it to sell it. And I did that for this one. I think I think this is gonna sell like oh so fast. Oh yeah, decree of pain is like a staple in commander. Gamble, gamble, nature's lore, even nature's lore. Yeah, yep. And then they have a wrath of God and a preordain. So all super playable cards, all oh, yeah. worth some good money and I, I think i'm just gonna sell this so fast well no i'm not gonna sell i don't know how long i want to wait that's the interesting point i know this will sell i know i'll make money i don't know when i should sell it yeah i don't want to hold on to it forever but i know i want to sell it'll be pretty interesting to see if like one card like i don't know Rockets. like decree of pain psych it's like skyrockets up like triples right. the price if that affects it more than just like People look at that and be like, ooh, that's a really cool looking gamble. But I can only like all the like all the gambles are like eighty dollars from that set. So maybe I'll I might as well spend $120 and get the rest of them. I don't know. Like, yeah, nothing there seems niche enough to me that they would skyrocket for any reason. It would have to be something that like that happens card. with cards that are pretty specific and do something niche. These are all very general cards. They're very playable, but they're general yeah. cards. So they're yeah, not they're, gonna they're, they're randomly be, get strong. Yeah. Like <laughs> uh, yeah, like the only thing I, the reason why I said decree of pain is because I'm I really want to play that in my cycling deck, which is like, oh I get to yeah. cycle for free and the decree of pain does something when you cycle it. But like a card like you said, like no card is gonna suddenly make Breath of God. The only good. one I could foresee doing so would be preordained if it gets unbanned i think from like modern right. for example that that would skyrocket the then price. it would definitely skyrocket in price. <laughs> that would skyrocket the price so that's the only thing and that is probably the coolest preordain art i imagine by a enormous margin yeah it's gotta be <laughs> it just looks insane <laughs> uh so, so that's what I did there. I bought all the Shocklands, and I'm so glad I did, especially because I want to be playing all these crazy formats now, and now I have all the Shocklands mm-hmm. to really really make myself competitive. And again, I brought them for a really good price. So that was a good time to buy those. Um, they One not mentioned here is they did... Uh, like Actually, I don't even have a list. I don't know where it was printed. They had an ultimate edition of all the fetch lands. Oh, those... It was so stupid. Those were only available to local game stores like you couldn't buy them in the store or you couldn't buy them through wizards the normal way they were only available in local game score game stores and they only allowed like two per game store what yeah it was like ridiculous the condition oh they my set. goodness and so no were, wonder why i never heard of them like yeah <laughs> and, and they were like hundreds of dollars <laughs> And Good at this God. point, the, the the fetches were more expensive, but like this was the first reprinting, and this is before Modern Horizons Two, where they reprinted some of these fetches, and they had made an announcement that like, oh, we're going to reprint um, these fetches. It, it might have been twenty twenty one or it might have been twenty twenty. They made the announcement, and then they came out with this, and everyone was like, "F you, wizards!" Like you're saying, <laughs> oh, reprinting fetches because like scalding. Like that just means you don't have access to them. Yeah, because sure. it's like there is no way, and like you know, local game stores are great, but they are definitely just opening them or like saying like, oh, like I own a game store. Hey, Brett, you really want this, right? Like, okay, I'll set it aside for you. Like and charging you twice the price anyway. Like maybe, and the, the, and it would be worth it because it did five hundred dollars for like a secret layer with all these fetches in it or Jeez. something. It was so stupid. Um, but then they uh, reprinted yeah. Fetchlands and Modern Horizons too. So all those people who bought them thinking that this was the reprint of Scalding Tarn, 
and Skull and Tarnabus is going to be a $200 card. They got owned. Kind of out of luck. <laughs> yeah. Yep, Modern Horizons 2 was a great set, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> all right, yeah, well, that, uh, that's, that's a wrap on, on all Ultimate of the Edition was $400, drops. according to MTG Fandom. That is so ridiculous. Oh, so that's, that's the price of what you can buy both foil and non-foil for all of the drops that are going on right now. Yeah. Um, there's yes. one other thing I want to talk about because there was yeah. a, a secret layer survey that came out and one of the questions on it was talking about a subscription survey ah yes yes layer. right and we do have to get to this now because it might totally shake the foundation once again yes um, so there there were two there were two versions of this uh, so subscription service on this survey uh, and one of them was program that cost $99 a year and it would, you would get the opportunity to purchase four exclusive drops not given to you. Just they were, you, unlock you have ability. access to them. You get free shipping. <laughs> do that means literal nothing and order ship the day of the sale. So they, that means they'll probably, they know they have them prepped, they have them prepped for you. They know how um, many subscriptions there are. I don't know. That seems it, odd. It that seems garbage. And the next uh, option yeah, was, because they're gonna sell the ones that they didn't sell. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like if yeah. that means that they do, that means they have extra because they're gonna they're not gonna print under the amount that they're gonna need. Exactly. So then they're gonna end up selling their and like if you paid a hundred dollars, like you were gonna buy all four. So oh they're, they're, it's basically just. Yeah, and who said yes to that? Who said that they would do that? <laughs> like, I, I want to know the percentage of people. I don't think anybody did. <laughs> I wouldn't. Um, I would say immediately no to everything they just mentioned. But, that sounds horrible. But wait, there's another version of this. Yeah, this one costs a hundred ninety nine dollars a year, twice as much, twice as much. Um, and everything is identical except you get a ten percent discount on secret layer purchases. Oh my God. For an additional hundred dollars. They are really ringing the cowbell here. I mean, they are milking us hard. This big, like the fact that they allowed this menu option in front of prospective buyers that they sent to people is like, like someone should be fired off of this. (laughs) Like what? It's the opportunity to purchase for secret layer. And, um, this is something that I just think is is crazy because you know that those four secret layers, like I, but this is before the fetch land secret layer came out. I had thought that that is what they were going to do the fetch lands in, like saying, yeah, and at like a ridiculously cheap price. So something like, but say one, like you have to pay the hundred dollars to get access to this one, yeah, which costs a hundred dollars. Well, no, it wasn't going to be a thirty dollar drop. That was going to be a hundred dollar drop. I thought it was going to be that, just because it was going to be like, oh, you get play sets of Scalding Tarn with like full art, whatever. Play sets? No, they would they would offer for, one of well, each. Well, but remember, these people are paying two hundred dollars already. <laughs> so as, as an yeah, exclusive, but that is just, a play well, set. Just, yeah, just hear me out. That just to increase the FOMO saying like you pay $200 and you get a play set of scalding tarns for $25 with, with like the 10% discount. Now everybody's like, Oh, now I get, so it's essentially like, Oh, I get $225 for a play set of scalding tarns. That's pretty good. Then they sign up and then they just don't do that every year. It's right. insane. Like I think <laughs> I thought that's what they were going to do. And they probably still are is, these exclusive that'll eventually crash the value if they try and do that 
Well, they they won't do that every year. They'll do every that like the year, first yeah. year to get right. everybody wait till to pay the price in. gets up to a certain level, and then they'll do. It. Yeah, because you're paying two hundred dollars for a group of sixteen to twenty five cards that you don't know. I definitely hope they never do this ever. Um, they Be- have it the right way right now, where there's a discount. They maybe I would allow them do it for a discount. That, that's what subscription services are, right? When you subscribe to Amazon, all you get is like some discounts and some free shipping right. and stuff. It's it's only worth it if you use Amazon every month for every purchase always. Yeah. That's what a subscription service is. It's not when you, I have Amazon Prime, I have access to the Amazon televisions. You don't. Like no, yeah. it's just I get free shipping on it sometimes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So if they did a subscription service, it's got to be like maybe they save the bundle extreme discounts for those with a subscription. Yeah, or, and like, they have to make it worth it because you're paying a subscription they now. To. They have to like really bring down the price. Talk about the card value. You know, if you're not in the subscription, you are only gonna have the fifth best secret layer available to you just off the top when they make their secret layers the the top four valued secret layers are gonna be the exclusive ones because like why then who would be involved in a subscription service That that sounds super corrupt that's like what people were worried about when secret layers came out and then i think people realized like oh no you know what this is kind of fine like we all have the same access to this if you want them, you can get them. They're not really like breaking anything. They're just fine. But yeah, if they if they lock these behind an exclusive door that's $200 already $200 paywall. <laughs> that's an insane. It's insane. Like a subscription service. I would service. much rather buy a box of Modern Horizons yeah. too. And like subscription <laughs> service, I thought when I first heard this was going to be like, okay, I pay $30 a month and I get a secret layer every month or something like that. Or like $25 a month and I get the $30 one every month. Like, or I choose one out of all these super drops and I get it sent to me for free. Like that is a subscription service that sounds like a, I'm paying a fee and then I'm getting something out of it. My but God. it's just so, and like this screams to me like the coming after the, like the influencers who like will do this because it's like it generates revenue for them to do these like extravagant box openings like you see it's going on a lot in like pokemon especially right um where they just like oh well i'll just buy like all this stuff and then open it well now you can like make a video out of it like talk about it on a podcast and it makes it like worth it for you um but there's just no one at that tier be also because people who have that much money they like start playing legacy they start buying like there are already cars that exist that cost $200 that they're going to buy. Right. So it's not like this is fulfilling a market need. I know this, this was so stupid. Uh, the, uh, the professor did a video on it. That that's a very good. explanation. Yeah. Which if, if you want to watch someone that's like super cynical about every magic product ever, 
watch his videos. <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. never seen him been like, I mean, sometimes on these modern ones, he's enthusiastic, but most of the time, I have never seen someone more cynical on the pricing structure of Magic the Gathering. Mm-hmm. Than <laughs> yeah. If you want to watch a video where he's talking about how ridiculous pricing is, uh, there's the guy to, to talk to because he thinks all the pricing is ridiculous. Uh, well, so does a lot of people. And I, I we can't disagree with him. I, I have to spend the money on it, so I get it. Like, <laughs> yeah. and like we get to because we have jobs and stuff. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I, I do. I'm lucky in that regard. But yeah, if and you, if you, it do, helps to win tournaments. So, <laughs> yeah, it helps when a lot of like the limited stuff. It's like, oh well, I have like twenty dollars of store credit because instead of getting packs, I will, I decided to get store credit, so that just pays. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, it helps l- when you win. Well, we'll have to keep updated if you end up doing that like super ultra mega drop. I honestly think I might in in just I've I think I'm going to put my money where mouth is and I think that these bundles are worth it where I believe this discount is good enough that these drops individually speak for themselves uh, when you're literally paying 10th of the price. Well, not a 10th. You're paying I think you get like a 25 percent discount almost. I mean, that's it's an extreme discount. For all of and, and that one, it would be interesting because you essentially have like two identical products i know one's foil and one's not but you right. could just like sell the foil ones now knowing that the non-foils will probably have no risk of them like curling or anything yeah and then like hold those for a year and see like what happens where they go yeah I, so i i believe i might do it i think it's a decent investment and uh want to see where it does and i, I enjoy buying and selling magic cards it's something yeah. i enjoy so i'm not too afraid to put the work in on this one mm-hmm. um Anyways, what are we going to be talking about next week? Well, this next week is kind of a D&D episode. Yeah, but it is. <laughs> it, not, but not really. Uh, so by the time next week rolls around and we're recording, uh, actually, I think it's the entire Adventures of the, the Forgotten Realm. The entire set Realm. Is, is, I think, finishes releasing their previews today or tomorrow. Today it's or the tomorrow. last day. Yeah. But we're going to dive right into that. Um, might, they might already have all the cards out. I'm not entirely sure, but but if if we're missing anything at this point, it's like it's like commons, commons it's yeah. like stuff that yeah. But either way, and like we Stone said, stuff. by the time you're listening to this now, you're probably already <laughs> playing with it on Arena. But right. yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll do a little uh, little review on that, and then the next week we'll get back into D and D with the uh, the rogue, the sneaky, the secretist of classes right we're just all about secrets now and we're just trying to be stealthy about this whole podcasting thing (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) we're doing a great job of that uh quick preview how do you have you looked over all the spoilers i've taken a quick glance while i'm I'm bored uh, of meetings give them one sentence how you feel right now before we go to our full review uh if i had to put on one word to be flavor there is so flavor. much flavor in this set. Good, good, good word. Good word. Cool word. Tasty. Tasty. I don't even know what I'd say about the set. Right now, I'd say, like, uh, my, my sentence would be, I don't want to spend a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you look at what you spent, like, uh, I spent a lot of money in my I spent too much too. money in the last set, so I'm not looking to spend money in this set. And I, honestly, yeah. when I look at the set, I'm like, I think I'm all right. <laughs> Fortunately, um, since this is a not normal to say it's a bad set, set yeah. but yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's replacing a core set, and I will say right now, I widely prefer this over a core set any day. I think, Same. right? Yeah. I think yeah, this I think this beats a core, a core set any year, though no reprints, not a single reprint. 
That confuses me. This is the first set I can remember in the longest time I've ever seen point. Magic that there's no re- not a single reprint. That's a pretty good point. When they definitely yeah. could have. some of the some of the other they cool cards. definitely could have. And that's why I'm confused why they didn't. Like, wow, no reprints. Uh, I'm confused. Uh, so yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it next week. If uh, you're where confused, can they reach out to that us? means you have to roll a D8 to see what. <laughs> next. Uh, so our our email account is uh, dragonpartypodcast at gmail.com and the Twitter is at dragonpartypod. Uh, definitely reach out to us and uh, g- give us this. If not, any, uh, you know, no questions or anything, but give us if you liked our first review style or our second review style. I believe for this one coming up, we're going to stick with our second one. It seemed to go a lot smoother where we're going to do categories of strongest cards, favorite cards, underrated cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we are going to add the categories favorite art of the set, right? I think that's, that's just a fun one. That's and fun one. for this set specifically, we're going to do a uh, – actually, I think going forward to best flavor because it is something I've noticed. There's always really good flavor cards. Yeah. This set, it's probably more so, like you said, flavor. Uh it's gonna be hard to choose one that has. Oh uh, yeah, flavor. it's it's gonna be impossible. I I already have mine, and I'm I'm keeping it. I definitely know what mine is. Um, I, I have so my front it's definitely a category. In my head. There you go. So we already have our picks for that. But besides that, uh, just let us know definitely which you prefer. Because otherwise, we're gonna keep doing it the way we think is going smoother. But if it's not, and you'd like to hear something different in the review, which also means to say we're gonna be returning to more of this review like we're not obviously we can't get to all the cards there's so we there's so we many if we spent every podcast just doing magic we still couldn't talk about all the cards is how many cards they're printing it's insane it's way too much so we have to shorten it into like here's five cards to look at <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. have to we just have to you hear oh. how long it takes us to spend talking about a card yeah it's like and- we just can't get there there was a card in the new deck I just built. I'm just like, we just totally slept on this card. We just, <laughs> just, yeah. just, haven't, we just haven't even mentioned just it. Didn't even yeah. mention. I was like, I think this is like really good. Yeah, I'm sure there's many. There's mm-hmm. we like glanced. I mean, we how many episodes did we spend in Strixhaven? Or no, we just did the four hour thing in Strixhaven. And yet, there's still cards in Strixhaven. I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, like, we what, should mention yeah. this thing. <laughs> this thing's nuts. Uh, so that's that's uh, that's where we're going here. So, mm-hmm. all right, with that, we can go back to partying now. Let's go I back guess. To partying. Good. Let's party. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a se- wait, wait shh, shh. but be quiet. Let's be quiet. <laughs> this, this is the secret. Party. It's a secret party. <laughs> the code word is: Is this the house with the party in it? <laughs> that's how you know we sent you. <laughs> <laughs> and all you listeners out there, 